0: carp and the sharp week one NFL football is back we are ecstatic we got a great show for you this weekend we'll go over last weekend's college football slate a little recap some updates there we got this weekend's card for you as well Uh, we'll recap obviously our competition our cards Uh, this is going to be my Michael Jordan flu game a little under the weather so count on Jay carrying us but let's go. back what's going on shug you have a good weekend
1: yeah it was good um exciting uh to get a full slate of college football um but i don't know how i feel how i did um i know a lot of people have been on social media like i was like my picks weren't weren't hitting but uh but i felt like uh i hit a Hit a good spot there Saturday night. Got a couple winners to save by weekend. Hit a big parlay. But overall, I, the weekend was good. It was just good to have a full weekend of football. And I'm looking forward to uh, next weekend.
0: Yeah, I know you'll recap, but we both break, basically broke even or went slightly up for the week, which is like we were talking about off air. Week one of college football, you really don't know much about any of the kids. They're all lots of transfers, lots of freshmen. Like, it's Kind of raw dogging until like week four or five to actually have a real feel.
1: Yeah, you're basically just like kind of going off the feels of how last season ended with certain teams. Obviously, there's a few big transfers every year, but for the most part, it's you don't want to use the word crapshoot, but it's it's let's be real. Unless you do this professionally or do this as a job, you don't really like keep up with you know hundred everything hundred percent. So. Once we get into our recaps, I mean, I'm happy with how I how I did for the weekend. I'm sure you're happy too, but oh, we obviously up. look on look to build on it.
0: Yeah, because it's like like off season football. I'm not betting 10, 15, 20 bets a weekend, so it's like you got to basically get back into that mindset that you could either go up or down twenty units in a weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I had 46 plays this right. week this weekend, and I'm, <laughs> th- there's no other time of the year where I'm betting 46 units not, in a in a weekend.
0: You're not doing that dog days of baseball. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: In the middle of July, I'm just betting every single game, every single fifth inning line. Yeah. Phil Mickelson. It's you. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyways, all right. So we're going to jump into it. So we're going to recap some awesome games last weekend. Um I'll just quickly open and then you can get into this cuz this was your pick. But Jay, um obviously all over the boys in Colorado. I know this is like the media's darling right now. Um Great game. I mean, Dion obviously had his team ready. TCU, a tough team, lost in the national title game, 20-point favorites, basically, I think, with a 20-and-a-half. And Um, and then Dion comes out and straight-up MLs them. So, I mean, I know you were all over Travis Hunter. We can get through his sat lines, 129 snaps, 119 yards on offense, and a pick on defense. I mean, that's couldn't have wrote it better. Um, and then, obviously, I know you were all over Shadir, we call him, Dion's son, <laughs> 500 t- yards, four TDs. I mean, just get the stats out there, but I'll give you the moment because you freaking you were on him. I mean, you weren't – obviously, I was all over TCU, and you were a Colorado guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked Colorado going into this game, obviously, as you said before. Um, that was just based on, you know, what I saw Dion do down at Jackson State. I mean, he turns programs around. Um, yep. There's not just you know on the field, but like in the fan base and for the university. Um, he's already probably generated so much money for University of Colorado. Imagine the
0: merch that people... Oh, I my would, God. I, would, I wouldn't buy a hoodie. I, oh, yeah, my it God. It looks good. I mean, I'm
1: thinking about buying one because right. uh, it's, a, it's a great color scheme, that black and gold. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we'll touch on it uh, a little bit uh, later on in yep. the show. But talking about generating money for the university but yeah you you briefly said it with Shadir's numbers and uh travis (laughs) hunter's numbers travis hunter is insane like
0: how can you be on the field that much dude he must be in the best shape out of anybody in the world
1: that's what i was thinking like when i was watching him when he i think when he made his second interception of the game um, or no not his second interception that one interception that uh converted like a long third down late in the game yeah um i was because he's had to jump like four feet in the air, and I was like, "How do you have? Yeah, how do you have that much energy? Like you're playing both sides of the ball literally every snap." I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he he's insane. But I mean, obviously, Colorado, Colorado deserves to have like this much energy right now because they fresh. did like shock pretty much the world. But at the same time, I'm kind of gonna slow down on that hype. Yeah. Um, just because I like if you look at the actual game. TCU is not nearly as good as everyone thinks they are. Um, They're not going to finish in the top 25. Um, The only reason they were even in the top 25 to start the season is because they made it to the the national championship last year. Recency bias. And they they got blown out last year in that title game. Um, And they lost a lot of talent. Most importantly, you know, the guy that got them to that title game and quarterback Max Duggan and
0: Tiger was a beast. Yeah, he's good.
1: Yeah. He was good. I hope that he has a good NFL career. But like I said, TCU's not the team of last year, nowhere near that much talent. Um, and they really shouldn't have been ranked in, in the top 25 to start. But they, you have to put them in there because they were in the national title game this year. But, yeah, they, they're just not as good as everyone thinks. So Colorado got that good win on the road in TCU, um, and they look to build on it. It's a good start for the people that had the over/under of three and a half total wins for yep. Colorado. So, yep.
0: you're on that bandwagon. Oh yeah, I'm
1: on that. I got them five and seven. I was just I was just looking at the rest of their schedule this year. Um, I think that they're going to finish right around 500. Um, wow. I do think that they they get to a bowl game. I mean, as long as they get to six and six, they'll be in a bowl game. Yeah. Um, but I was just like looking at the teams that they're playing and let's do a quick
0: exercise. Sure. Nebraska. Win Colorado State Win I agree with both of those Oregon Loss Yup USC Loss Agreed Arizona State Win Yup Stanford Win Close UCLA Win I think that might be One of those two are my loss And I think that's where you would Go from 6-6 six and six to 5-7 and seven. Oregon State Loss Arizona Win Yep. Washington State Win Utah loss. Yeah. So I think we're both close, 5 and 7, 6 and 6. Yep. Um, they just got the, the new rankings came out, Colorado 22.
1: Yeah, I saw that. So I I know I sent you that that screenshot earlier today of uh, of what my personal top yeah. 10 was in yeah. in a couple teams I had coming into the into, into the top top 25. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I'll read them off real quick just while we're on um, the while we're in I the have problem. not to be to be upfront I literally have not looked at the current rankings at yep. all. Yep. Um the ones I'll, that just came out.
0: I'll tell you mine too when you after you go over yours cuz I was looking at your list it is close I think.
1: So my after watching the whole slate for week 1, my personal top 10 teams in the country are Georgia. Yep. Um I'm just going to keep Georgia there full disclosure until basically they lose a game. Yeah. They're going to be there the whole year for me. Um, Alabama jumps up. Alabama looked really good. Um, yeah. they're, of, they're of Alabama of the old. But I have Georgia, Alabama, Florida State, Washington, USC, Michigan, Oregon, Penn State, Ohio State, and Tennessee. And the teams that I have that should be out of the top 25 are Clemson and TCU. Perfect. And I have colorado jumping in and i haven't really looked to see if i like another team jumping in so like i said i haven't looked at the rankings at all so i don't know how similar they are to the actual rankings
0: no i mean i think that's pretty damn good i mean i I agree with the top three so i got georgia bama fsu we'll talk about we'll segue after this to fsu quickly because that game was unreal um i think i'd still keep michigan at four it's tough to go from two to out of the picture regardless of how sloppy they played in the first week. Um, so I'd keep Michigan 4, USC 5, Washington 6, Penn State 7, Oregon 8. Yeah, Ohio State, tough to put them that low. But I think Ohio State middling, like 6 through 8, somewhere there. And yep. then I think Tennessee is fine. Um, I agree with that. I mean, obviously, I'll let you kind of lead on this one because I went over the stats for the last game. But FSU – I mean they put on a clinic against LSU. I know we were live tweeting that a bit. That game was insane.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, they're the real deal, I feel like. Um Jordan Travis is really really good. I mean yes. he threw for 342 yards and four touchdowns. Um that conference, I know we talked about it a little bit in our preview, our first episode, but that conference is theirs to lose like yeah. if they're just too talented. I didn't expect them to look as good as they did, especially in the first game. Um, they they came out. I mean,
0: I, preseason rank you had Jordan Travis like right behind Jalen Daniels for Heisman. Yeah, and you clearly saw what the Alpha was there. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like I don't think LSU LSU's just not there yet. Still, um, their their defense has has issues in the secondary and. Unfortunately for them, they play in a conference that is loaded with quarterback play. So yep. Yep. I don't. I think they're going to be the team this year that had high hopes going into the season that really finds themselves out of the uh, playoff picture very quickly and be lucky enough to get like a decent bowl game. I could, yeah,
0: I could see that. Which
1: totally contradicts my pre <laughs> my preseason preview, but they just look
0: bad like we were saying earlier you don't know anything in college until you see an actual yeah they, full just, they just looked very very good the, um, the, the play that really defined the whole game um fourth and two on fsu's 42 in the third 305 yep. that little dump pass to the right to the running back yeah backup running back toa phil i think he pronounced his name um dude dude had a rack on him run after catch he went, for, <laughs> he went uh, 41 yards, like literally. So he, like a four yard dump, he just kind of broke down the middle quick little guy, like you in high school. Um, got it down to the one. They punched it in. That put up FSU up 24, 17. And then right after that, they got a stop and then scored again. Two possession game going into the fourth. It was all over. So. That was a defining play for FSU's season, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they looked good, and it pains me to say it because I like North Carolina, and they're in the same the same conference. But, yeah, they looked good. Yeah. I mean, it's really the first time looking good since uh, Jameis was there.
0: Yeah. Wasn't he in the locker room? Was that? I saw a video. Was of, he in there? I'm pretty sure he might have been. I, didn't even, I
1: did not know that.
0: It could have been an old video, but he was in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At one point, he was in the locker room. He
0: was in that locker room. Um, two notes on Clemson, then we can just move on. Klubnik, um, not the guy. Clemson is dead. Um, you and I both had them double-digit covers, so double-digit minuses, and then they go out and lose by 21 to Duke. Never were in that game. wasn't even a fun game to watch.
1: No, I mean they're they're absolutely absolutely in the gambling graveyard with me. They're uh, they're dead pretty much. Um, and Dabo is he might actually be on the hot seat i know like the internet's been having fun with you know playing around with that but he really might be um they just played horrible yeah horrible like you you go into duke like duke is not a football school no like at all like who's the best player to come from duke who was that quarterback daniel jones i was gonna say danny yeah daniel like jason tatum but yeah they they're they're dead to me um I don't know what else to say about that team. I mean, they played it off. They tried to play it off like uh, DJ was the problem at quarterback, and yeah. he transferred to Oregon State, and they looked pretty good in week one. So maybe 24? Clemson has uh, a lot of other issues that they're just not sharing.
0: Yeah. No, I, th- I, I think it's, it's by no means unrealistic for Dabo to be on the hot seat. I mean, obviously, he had the national title run era where he was in it. Won one, lost one, right? And then yeah. what has he done since?
1: I mean, he did say that uh, he would quit if if kids got paid. He said that before the NIL.
0: Well, he should be quitting here pretty quick. Yeah.
1: So, well, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if Dabo Moved is on. not in college football in the next uh, couple of years.
0: Yeah, but that was that was it. Cl- Clemson dead. Um, obviously, I mean, you can run through the slates, but the whole Pac-12, basically every game was electric. Uh, what were some of your highlights there?
1: Uh, every single team. I mean, <laughs> my guys, Oregon. They put on an offensive clinic by breaking the team scoring record with 81 points. Kobe, yeah, like that's it's crazy to score 81 points in a in a football game. Um, Bo looked good. He only, I mean, he completed 23 of 27 for 287 and three touchdowns. The running game, it's 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 one of a kind. I mean, we got really 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 good players. Yeah. Um, four of our four running backs had touchdowns and, it, and all four of them had at least eight carries and uh the combination of our two lead backs with Bucky Irving and Jordan James yeah
0: Bucky's good yeah Bucky's I, Bucky's, I had, Bucky's had a, had real good i a Bucky good. joke just just to salute our boy but Bucky is real
1: good Bucks Bucky's really good and I actually really like Jordan James as well he's obviously the younger brother of Oregon great LaMichael mm-hmm. yep. Michael James but they combined for 205 yards and uh, five touchdowns Wild. So I expect Oregon to uh, keep putting up points this year and keeping that momentum going. But USC, obviously, they put up a bunch of points as well. Again, Caleb their, Williams yeah, is the their, real deal. Their defense even oh, played dude. much better. But
0: let me have my boy. This is my
1: boy. Yeah, you could take it.
0: Yeah, I love Washington. I, I know you had him above me in the rankings, but Michael Penix Jr. Yep, dude, four hundred and fifty. So four hundred and fifty passing yards, five touchdowns absolute stud game. Like, Boise State, I mean, obviously, they're not great, but they're not a pushover team where you're just putting up electric numbers. We'll talk... Actually, I'll touch on them a little bit later in my card. Um, I still think Boise State's an okay team, but the numbers Washington put up, it was insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. Uh, like you said, Pennix is good. He's a Heisman hopeful. Um, they scare the shit out of me this <laughs> year once Oregon plays them. Yep. Um, they usually play Washington very ugly, so
0: yeah um and then obviously oregon state to round it out that's what's beautiful about mac folks it connects right to your cell phone
1: well you can turn those notifications off if you if you want to on your mac
0: yeah that's that's something (laughs) growing pains guys growing pains
1: uh but yeah like pac-12 is literally it's it's murderers row i mean it's what the sec is usually um You have five teams in the Pac-12 that could make playoff pushes. Um, So I expect if there's a team between Oregon, Utah, Washington, and USC, they all have to play each other. Like That's what's crazy about the season. Usually they don't all play each other, but this year they do. So if there's a team out of those four that can get out of their schedule with only one loss – that team will no doubt be in the playoff at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, if even, I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but if anybody won out, they would be a top probably. Oh, know, top, probably top two. Yeah. 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 I mean, you wouldn't even be the like fourth, fourth yeah. in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. I'm it happy was, for them.
1: And usually, like, I'm so happy. Well, I'm overconfident right now with Oregon, too, because usually, like, they always put up points, but they always usually get give up a ton of points to even to the schools that you know at the beginning of the year that shouldn't be scoring but we'll touch on that in a little bit later when in my in our in our preview but their defense looked better than defenses in years past so i'm excited about that
0: 100 percent. yeah that's all the good stuff um any other games we want to touch on before we get into this weekend stuff
1: um i have a bunch but if you want to move on we can i mean mean, anything
0: crazy noteworthy um i I think those were
1: i mean i had this in our preview but i mean they're my pick to win the title but alabama is yeah is back they're like they're alabama of two years ago two three years ago
0: We'll definitely we'll give them a good blowing when we we're gonna cover their game too yep i mean
1: any there's not really i mean i did i did have here listed that michigan kind of underwhelmed yes Um, which we both have them dropping
0: pretty aggressively
1: yeah actually every team in the in the big 10 didn't really stand out at all there wasn't one team that i saw that looked all that great i do have a hot take about ohio state though let's hear it uh they will not be in the playoffs yeah
0: i agree with that i mean so here we go updated standings um updated ap top 25 ohio state did drop out of the top four so we were both on to that one
1: yeah, uh, they're yeah they're they're yeah I'm looking at it right now they're FSU fifth. slotted
0: yep. in which I think we both would agree on and then um you got Washington creeping up
1: well you got four teams in the top fifteen from the Pac-12 yeah those say, four that we'd mentioned yep, yeah Penn State, it's crazy
0: USC's right there Washington Oregon yeah that is Utah's there too Utah yep. without that was another one quickly that we'll move on Utah without a like obviously backup galore and they look great against Florida
1: yeah I mean. Uh, I have Utah, Utah in my card, so I have some. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna touch on them later when we get to our card, but yep. yeah, they looked good for for not having their their star quarterback Cam Rising, but yeah, Florida didn't look good as as well. That's another team in the SEC that has uh, been consistently taking steps backwards and not forward. Yeah. So, but yep. yeah, other than that, I don't really have anything listed that I wanna I wanna go over. I just wanna uh, briefly say that once or if. Tez Walker gets, you know, approved to play by the NCAA for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They are going to be sneaky good. Sneaky good. Not, like, really good. They're just going to be sneaky. They're going to be competing, and they could pull Close up a couple upsets this year.
0: Top 10 type team, actually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's start. We'll kind of work through. Um, so, we got one earlier slate, and we got two slightly later slates. Um, so, the, for the earlier game of the two, Ole Miss at Tulane at the time of recording – Tulane in NOLA getting seven and a half. Um, I'll let you lead on that one.
1: Uh, over under sixty five. Also, correct. Um, you want me to lead? This is your game. We had a we had a different game on here, and you texted me earlier, <laughs> and you we switched this out. All right, I'll take this. Yeah, one. Yeah, you you take you take this one. Okay. And then I'll come back. Got it.
0: I'm <laughs> just gonna say it outright, Jay. Um, I like. Old Miss. <laughs> Straight <laughs> stud off if you're looking at them. Your boy, Jackson Dart, he's good. Uh, but you know what? I'm going with my homie, Chris Pratt's little brother, Michael. Michael Pratt. Um, that's actually not his little brother by any stretch of the imagination, but it's kind of funny because Chris Pratt's middle name is Michael. I looked that up to see if they're related.
1: It's like that old uh, Abraham Lincoln <laughs> yeah. like shooting thing. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean –
0: Michael Pratt had a great week one. Um, Tulane, like I said before, NOLA, it's a tough place to come in and play. Uh, Old Miss will travel well, though. It's not that long of a commute. You see your boy Mincy go back and forth from those two places overnight. So it's not like a crazy. Yeah, it's not far. Yeah. Um, The reason I'm doing it, and I know I, I was texting you on this, it's I prefer old. Miss, I mean their running backs, absolute stud. I'll let you get into him because he's on your side of the take.
1: I don't have any stats. I mean, like player stats in this game. I just have team stats.
0: No, that's totally fine. Well, if you're like I said, stud off. It's definitely going to be weighted towards Ole Miss. They're a better offensive team. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you look at the number seven and a half, I feel like by the weekend that's going to move to a six and a half. And any time a line moves in my favor, in a sense of me having a preferred line earlier in the week, those are the lines I'm looking for this year. So I'm just looking at it from a straight sharp perspective. Gonna try to be on the side of like where the good money's gonna come in later in the weekend. Um, so just a super nerdy math play is why I like Tulane. I think the line's gonna get better for me. Going with seven and a half. At home. Let's go.
1: Um, Okay.
0: (laughs) That was your response. That
1: that confuses me. But so let me get this straight. You think Ole Miss is going to win by more than seven.
0: I said I – so this was my take to you. I have a
1: text by you that says (laughs) that they're going to win by ten plus. I
0: said I could see this game being (laughs) – 10 plus for Ole Miss. But I also told you I think the money's going to move in Tulane's favor. So I, mean, I am betting with the money this weekend.
1: But, but if you like them at 10 plus, why don't you like them at 7.5?
0: Because I'm, I'm betting with the money. So basically what, what I'm saying is I think the line's going to move, like money's going to come in on Tulane, so the line's going to move towards Ole Miss, mm-hmm. which is going to make my bet better. So I'm projecting, basically, is what I'm doing. But I, but if I was betting with my heart, this would be an old misplay.
1: play. It's just tough for me to wrap my head around the fact that you, if you like them at ten plus, why you're not betting them at seven and a half? <laughs> uh, that's that's, fine. that's just I just can't get over that. That's but fine. Um, your wallet is your wallet, my friend. That's it. It's not like I'm like judging by this week's record, you shouldn't be listening to me at all. But I mean. Be to it's just hard to for me to wrap game. my head around what you're saying. But me, I'm on the other side. I I have some stats for you. Hear them. Um, in this series, um Ole Miss has won the last 12 straight against Tulane, Tulane by an average of 21 plus. Tulane's do okay. 21 points. And three of the last four games by 29 plus points. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: liking Tulane. Trends.
1: Obviously, isn't the same Tulane as they have been right. getting top twenty-five respect. Um, this, for me, is just a conference slash talent slash history play for me. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss, obviously, being in the superior conference in the SEC. Hand um, up, up, I have don't think I've ever watched a Tulane game in my life. <laughs> um, like I said, it's just a history talent conference pick for me. Um Olmes put up 73 points last week. Yeah. yeah, it's against a shitty team and a cupcake schedule or a cupcake week week 1. But 73 points is 73 points. That's a lot of points. And I don't obviously I obviously don't expect that type of output against this year's Tulane team. Right. But I do expect them to win by more than a score. Yeah. Um I don't expect a shootout either. Um so I actually like the under in this game as well. What was that number again? Uh, sixty-five. I wouldn't hate that. Um, I think that. I think that Ole Miss actually wins handily. That's why I like the under. I think it's more like a a, a thirty like a thirty-five or yeah thirty-five to like, seventeen game. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like Ole Miss.
0: Yeah, I mean the the kid I couldn't think of his name. That's why I didn't say it before. Quinshawn Judkins. He had never heard of him. He had two TDs. He's just an elusive runner. Um, he's still a sophomore, so still going to grow. Yeah. But uh, he's like a shorter, kind of like a compact guy. He's like a little shug. That's gotcha. why I like him. He's like a little bowling ball. It Just goes up the middle. Hard cuts. Tough guy to take down. Muscle hamster. Yeah, that's him. Um, so yeah. So I mean, I I like I said, don't my play. is going to be in my card. Um, going my heart on it, just because I made a. It had. a... 20-minute argument with Jay on this, and I'm on antibiotics, so it didn't even make sense, so we're running with it.
1: You got, quote, antibiotic brain.
0: That's it, man. That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think this one will be actually an interesting watch. It'll obviously be a broadcasted game, both 25 top 25 seeded teams. Um, the next one, your boys, so obviously you can lead on this one, Oregon at Texas Tech. Uh, Tech's getting six and a half. Um, obviously both had really good week ones. Um, it's going to be a good game.
1: What game were you watching against with Texas Tech?
0: I don't think I watched it.
1: No, they lost in double overtime to Wyoming.
0: Oh, I wasn't thinking of Texas.
1: Yeah. I was thinking of. I think you're thinking about some other team. Um, so it, the line right now is, uh, Oregon minus six and a half at Texas Tech and over under 66 and a half. Yep. Um, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but Oregon's offense looks amazing, while Texas Tech's defense looked like it couldn't stop a nosebleed in the second half. Uh, this is also this is a revenge game for uh, Texas Tech quarterback Tyler Shuck. Yeah. He transferred from Oregon uh, two years ago. Um, I expect him to look to sling it around early. Unfortunately for him, Oregon may finally have a capable defense um, with <laughs> – That's thanks to second-year head coach Dan Lanning, who was a D coordinator for Georgia. Yep. And so I expect Oregon to keep scoring and not letting up to try to show Tyler why he probably shouldn't have left. So I think Oregon at minus six and a half is a steal here. Um, Not sold on the over just because I don't know if Texas Tech is going to score enough. Um, Yeah.
0: They scored. I mean, they they, they scored. Wyoming. Yeah, they,
1: yeah. They scored thirty against Wyoming, and 30, 30. unfortunately, like like I said, Dan Lanning getting players finally that he wants. He's a yeah. he's a defensive guy. We we only let up seven points in our in our opener. Right. So I yep. don't think that like I said, it's I don't crazy, think that they're going to score. That's
0: I, pretty good for an Oregon team, I like. That's what I'm. Defense, that's what I'm yeah. saying.
1: Like we usually, even against teams like that, we usually still give up like Slugfest. twenty plus points. Right. Yeah. Right. So yep. I have I I'm definitely excited going forward. But yeah, I like Oregon here at minus six and a half. I think that's one of the one of the better lines of the week, in my opinion.
0: Love that. And for the record, the the score I was looking at for Texas Tech was A M.
1: That's I was like <laughs> it's either Texas State or Texas A&M. No,
0: it was A&M 100% because I was like I could have sworn they crush whoever they play. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that makes me. I mean, I was on Oregon anyway. Or Oregon. Less than a score. I mean, I think that's a give me, like you said, Bowie, your boy Bobo. Um, he's going to have a big year. Irving, I mean, all the guys you just mentioned, they have a really good offense. And you hit on it. I mean, the fact that they're actually making a conservative effort to put their defense together and lead with their defense, defense wins championships. Yep. I mean, that could be the key to them making a playoff yep. push.
1: Yep. They usually have like one or two, like, NFL guys on their defense. Um, but like I said, it's usually like they're almost playing like independently. Right. But um, I'm excited Absolutely. Dan Lanning would be – I'm excited mainly because it's Dan Lanning and he's – you know, he. we look at what Georgia's defense has been in yep. the last decade and it's just been outstanding. So – and he's a big part of that. So. Love that. Love that.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's consensus. I mean, I'm going to bet the over just because I, I, I can't – Find, points, points, points. I can't find myself in an under with Oregon. Just like
1: it is tough to bet. Weird. Yeah, it is tough because you know like at any point they could put up fifty.
0: Right. If they're putting up their chunk of it, I mean, even if they only let up seventeen, you cover, you know, or you're close to it. So um so yeah, no, I think that'll be a, a fun that's seven o'clock game, I think. Yeah,
1: seven, seven thirty. Yeah, so, there. so so that game. Unfortunately, will be... uh and hopefully it's on the big twelve network. Because if it's on Pac-12, no one can see it. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um,
0: and then the last slate for college, and you know, we'll jump into some NFL, get you guys ready. Uh, game of the weekend, one of the games of the year it could be, depending on how Texas plays. Uh, but Texas at Bama, time of recording, Alabama's giving 7.5. What was the over-under
1: at?
0: 54.5. Okay, that's right, 54.5. Um, so I'm just going to kind of start with that. I feel like that over-under is accounting for more defense than I plan to see in that game. I, I think that's going to be a slugfest. I mean, look at points both teams scored last week. I mean, you're in the 80s. Um, I know Bama's defense obviously is always stout. That's part of Texas's makeup. Uh, but I think that game goes over over 60 points, so 54 and a half. I mean, I don't even – I'm not sweating that.
1: Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you some quick stats here. let hear them. Like you said, game of the week. Um, this, this particular stat actually shocked me. So they've only played each other nine times in history. Like, I did not know that. I thought they would have played more. Um, yeah. Texas actually leads a series – 7-2. to two. That's that. That's, that's, that's that shocked me when I read that. <laughs> yeah. Um, This one you might find also as a shocker. Um, The average total points in this series per game, Yeah. 29.
0: I love outliers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Texas lost last year in a close one. 20, I remember that. Yeah, it was a close one. They lost 22-19. Yep. They really should have won that game, but their quarterback Quinn Ewers got hurt and he wasn't able to return, and Alabama still needed to hit a field goal as time expired to win that game. That's wild. Um, all that being said, though, uh, Texas didn't start great in Week One, but they did get together and they they kind of got they kind of rolled on as the game was moving. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Ewers looked
1: good. Ooh did, but they they just started off slow. Um, it's hard to bet against Nick Saban uh, going against former assistants. He's twenty eight and two when he plays them. Yep. Um, plus, I think Alabama is. Better overall than they were last year. Um, like I said, they're my pick to win the national title. Yep. Okay. Um, I do think this game s- stays close um, because looking at their history, th- all the games have been pretty close. So I actually, I think Alabama is going to win. I am taking Texas plus seven and a half though. Yeah. Um, and the under fifty four and a half, I like. Okay.
0: Yeah, we might be fading I, each other. All yeah, I think it's
1: well. a. I think it's going to be more of a strategic. Don't want to make a mistake. You know, kind of like run the ball. We want time of possession on both sides, so yeah. they don't want to give each team's offense t- basically possessions to score with. So I think that's what's going to lead to the under.
0: Okay, well I'm going to go opposite, and this is going to make the show fun. So I'm going to go over, and bam, a minus seven and a half. Um, I think Bama wins by 10-plus, so this is my same take as Old Miss, but I'm only riding with it. And I think we could have a score like 38-28. I think that would put us in the 60s, like I said. Um, I think both teams score. I think Bama jumps a little bit further out to cover at the very end. That's where I'm going with it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like your boy Ewer. Um, obviously, Milroy – didn't really throw the ball much. It was kind of like an odd week. They yeah. scored in the 50s. They scored 56, and he only threw for 194. Yeah. We didn't really run a ton. They were leading rusher at 48. It was just like a good defense. Like they basically had field position every possession. Good defense. So, I mean, that's kind of going with your take, but we're going with the over still. So, that's that. Um, and then, obviously, I mean – I'm stoked for NFL.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. This is this is my bread and butter here. Um, I love college football and all the traditions that come with it. Yeah. Um, but there is a such thing as like too much going on at once, mm-hmm. and when you've got you know a hundred and something games happening at one time, it is kind of hard to pay attention to all of them. Hard to follow them. But I, I really like the NFL. Um, this is this is my yep. bread and butter.
0: Jay ends up with 42 bets in a weekend. All that fun yeah, stuff.
1: It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, it's, yeah, I'm a degenerate gambler. I don't know what to tell you.
0: <laughs> if there's action, you'll take it. Um, yeah, so now we'll jump right into NFL. A lot of good, um, obviously a lot of good matchups this weekend. I mean, starting on Thursday night. Um, I know when we were first looking at the line, it was Lions at Chiefs. It was six and a half. The news this afternoon of an extended knee. Travis Kelsey can't get on a bus. By the sounds, he threw his knee right out. He's getting old. Um, that lines back at five. Jay, um, I don't know if the over/unders move. What is is it, it
1: currently five? Because uh, it was five and a half earlier.
0: It was five and a half. I saw five at it's one. It's five time. right now. It yeah, is five as in. we okay.
1: as we record. Yep. So this which is- which actually we should probably yep. mention that right now. Go. So we record on Tuesdays. Obviously, the podcast comes out on Thursdays, but like I said, we record on Tuesdays, so the lines that we discuss are the lines we currently are looking at on Tuesday. Um, sometimes we benefit from that, and sometimes yep. we get screwed from that. So it, We're
0: playing our Tuesday lines, yeah, so we're not waiting what, to see. Whatever, whatever, games,
1: whatever games we talk about on this podcast and whatever lines you hear, that's the lines that we're getting, because as we bring them up, we put them in on Tuesday. Now... As far as for me, obviously I play more. I have way more plays than, than Tim has during the week. Like I put in I had 46 Two kids in daycare. Yeah, me. I had 46 plays this week. Posted them all over the, the the socials, but the the ones we talk about on the podcast, those lines are the lines that we're currently looking at on Tuesdays. Everything yep. else that that you see me post those are i'm putting those bets in on friday and saturdays saturday before the game
0: and i'll throw some live ones in too there'll be a little bit more video related um that's how you'll know it's me if it's video or picture probably me jay likes the traditional like i'm gonna tell you what it is um so yeah so so timer recording chiefs are giving five the over unders move to 53 and a half um I think this game is going to be interesting. I'm curious to see who Mahomes is going to throw the ball to. Now, obviously, Kelsey was going to be his number one weapon. That kind of stunts my original take, and I really like Detroit. Um, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this game.
1: <laughs> so, as I was prepping for the show and I was you know I was writing out my bullet points for this game, I accidentally stumbled upon the information of Travis Kelsey. So, I, and I'm happy <laughs> I did because it completely changes yeah like everything yeah yeah because i had like listed i was gonna go with the chiefs the whole time but and i'm not gonna bet this line like currently like i'm gonna wait until the, the information comes out but uh lions they keep on taking taking steps forward every year with coach dan campbell they've all seemed to bought into what he's he's trying to do there um they have underrated talent on offense with Amin Rossane Brown and rookie running back Jameer Gibbs and veteran running back David Montgomery. They can absolutely gash defenses together. Um, Jared, he's coming off a bounce back season where he put up some really solid numbers. Obviously, the Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC as long as, you know, Mahomes stays healthy and Kelsey stays healthy. That's a big one. Obviously. Yep. So. Going back ten years, this is a stat that I kind of liked earlier. If you go back ten, like going back ten years, the Super Bowl winner of the previous season is seven and three in Week One, winning by an average of eleven plus points.
0: Cause New England was that every yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: with the total points in the game being an average of fifty point seven. Yeah. Um, that still doesn't change. Tom well, Brady. Yeah, like those stats. As even though I looked them up and I saw them myself and I'm re- as I'm reading here, they don't really change. But I'm, you know. My view on the game. Yeah, this one, like you said, it kind of comes down to whether or not Kelsey plays. I actually have in bold letters here. If Kelsey plays, I like the Chiefs at minus five. If he doesn't, I'm taking the Lions plus five and the under. Yeah, the under fifty three and a half.
0: That'll be. See, I was. It was fifty five and a half pre Kelsey, and I was still tempted. I was like, I mean. Everyone, that's a lot of points. Everyone wants to see him score, but yeah. that's a lot of points, especially in week one. That's when a lot you're of points for an out.
1: NFL game. When an NFL game, probably the average over under throughout the season is probably around 43, 44 points.
0: Yeah. Anything above 50, you start thinking about yeah. it. Um, yeah. And really, I mean, if Kelsey's out, here's a depth chart. You got Kadarius, Tony. <laughs> Valdez Scantlin and your boy Sky Moore. Yeah, like I mean, who is he really gonna throw to? I mean, Skymore gonna have a year. I know I mean, people. It is like it is
1: Mahomes, and I mean that's not really much of a difference of a depth chart as right. last season. It's right. literally just minus Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, so he's still gonna have targets to throw to. It's just Travis Kelsey is the big loss, but also in the running game too. So
0: right, because then you can yeah, because I mean they were gonna pound the rock a bit and yeah. You, He's a great blocker too and you got to kind of you can you got to hone in on him you know what I mean you got to have a guy there and a guy waiting so running backs are going to get a little bit more freedom
1: Dude I keep hearing noises over in the woods Yeah we got a,
0: a mountain lion out here
1: for the record <laughs> Yeah like every time I hear like a leaf fall over there I'm like <laughs> I'm glancing.
0: Yeah. No, oh, yeah. We do this for the group. We f- we go in the garage because I got two kids here at home, and uh, Jay and I we take one for the team because it's too hot to have the garage closed. So yeah. there's we're just in the jungle.
1: So at any point, just so our lives are on the lines, recording this.
0: Yeah, that's what we do for y'all. Um, but to yeah, to close that game out. Um, I regardless, I do have the Chiefs minus five. Um, I hope Kelsey plays. I'll feel a lot better about that. And I do like the under, regardless if he plays. That's a big number in week one to cover. Yep. Um, Detroit, I mean, they had a great season, but they still got to prove they can do it again. I agree. I mean, Jared Goff, before last year, hadn't had a great year in like three years. So can he duplicate what he did? I don't know. I have St. Brown in two leagues, so I hope he does. But we'll see.
1: I think people sleep on Jared. But that's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. No, he's good. He's a good quarterback. He's like... Kind of got like that Jimmy G type vibe.
1: That's not a great person to compare him to. Come Why on. you think
0: he hawks more?
1: Yeah, I think he's a better quarterback <laughs> like than the Jimmy Kurt G. Warner.
0: No, I mean like he's a game manager. I mean, a shitty Tom Brady. Would that be no, a better analogy?
1: I don't do Tom Brady like that.
0: Uh, I hate Tom. So that's all. That, that's all that I got there. Um, but yeah, we'll move on from that one. Clearly, we have different takes on Jared Goff. Um, the second slate that we were going to look at, another fantastic game. This is the Sunday afternoon game. Uh, Eagles-Patriots, were obviously hometown New England Patriot boys. At the time of recording, I know we had it at three and a half. I'm going to pull the line up while we're chatting. It's four. It's four now. I'm not surprised. It's going to keep moving until it's about six on Sunday because all the money's going to come yeah. in on
1: Philly i I already actually put this bet in for the same, record.
0: Same, So I had it at three and a half. Luckily, at minus one ten earlier, I think.
1: Um, yeah. But now, usually, now usually every for the most part for the for the most part every spread in the NFL is minus one ten. Yeah. Um. That's what I'm assuming. Well, when I keep my spreadsheets, that's what I'm assuming everyone like is weird is minor. getting. Yeah, I know DraftKings can be weird at some point, but for the for record keeping's sake.
0: Yeah, that's what we're going with. I just go with everything yep. is minus 110. Yeah, no, that was fine. Um, yeah, anyways. But, yeah, so minus four currently. Philly should have been defending champs. Jalen Hurts, my fantasy QB, one of the goats. Just curious to see how he's going to do this year, truthfully. Uh, over under 45. I could easily see that being Bird's cover. I could see it being an under their defense is really good. I don't know how many points Mac Jones is going to put up. Even if Philly scores 28 is Mac going to put up 17 against Philly. No, no, probably
1: not. Um, I have the Eagles winning by a million. Yeah. No, but obviously not a million, but yeah, I mean, we're pretty much on the same side here. Um, I don't have to have really much to say about this game. Yeah, I think it's not a... I think it's just going to be an ass kicking. Philly was a half away from winning the Super Bowl last season, and they didn't really lose anybody except for Miles okay. Sanders, and they replaced him with arguably a better running back, and DeAndre Swift. Oh yeah, um, like Swift. their defense has just gotten better because they just keep drafting Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the Patriots' offense, you know, it was atrocious last season, um, and they haven't really made any big moves other than. We actually have an offensive coordinator now. Right. Um, yeah, they picked up Juju, and they picked up Zeke, but there's rumors about Juju's knee being ready to explode at any time.
0: And I, he was a downgrade from Jacoby Myers, honestly. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah exactly. And we let Jacoby go, and yep. and, and Zeke's past his prime. I expect him to get a lot of goal line touches early just to see if he still has it. But, like I said, our offense is stagnant. I mean, unless Bill O'Brien's going to have some some gadget plays. but Right. Um. They do have a good defense that's our saving grace. Um that's why I do actually like the under in this game. Both teams have v- pretty good defenses. Um I just think Philly's going to if Philly scores over over 21 points just that's it's pretty much a lock. Yeah, we're not going to build the c- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if they, if Philly gets three touchdowns it's game yeah. over and cash a gash the, the bet slip.
0: It's hard to contain hurts too he's so mobile and he yeah. can throw the ball and
1: that's usually the patriots demise yeah. with quarterbacks like Quarterbacks that can last run. year yeah. i
0: mean all the running quarterbacks really lamar took advantage of us um so yeah no i agree with that um then we have nfc north obviously rivals you got the green bay packers is that still minus
1: one minus one
0: yeah that 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 line that'll be interesting jordan loves debut Obviously, we were just talking about him, Justin Fields. Everyone's curious to see what this year is going to be for him. I hope he has big leaps forward. I really like Fields. Dude, I think he will. He's the most dynamic guy. Yep. He's today's Michael Dick.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think that uh, he's going to take that next step forward, especially with the Bears making a good move to get him DJ Moore mm-hmm. to I like to DJ. really give him a, a solid number one primary target. Yep. Um. And you you touched on it. It's Jordan Love's debut. Um, unfortunately for the Packers, I just I they've lost too much talent at, at uh, on offense. They really just have Aaron Jones left. So I expect them to to be relying on running the ball a lot this year. Um, and that doesn't really bode f- well for them in this game, considering. Or, or no, it does It does bode well for them this year because Chicago gave up 157 rush yards a game to running backs last year. Wow. But that's also why I kind of like the under in this game as well, just because I feel like Green Bay is going to run the ball a lot. So that keeps the clock moving. And Justin Fields is mobile; If he runs, it'll keep the clock moving as well. Right. But I definitely have the Bears minus one in this game.
0: Until I, I – it's like college football. Until I see Jordan Love in an NFL game, I'm just going to fade him for a bit.
1: Even if it's with the Bears, who, you know, won three games last Isn't year. That <laughs> yeah. I know. But you're right.
0: I mean, I still – I have a lot of high hopes for Justin Fields, too. I the, do, too. The DJ Moore stat you pulled off, I think, is, like, one of the most crucial stats of this offseason. Like, that could put them close to a playoff spot. I mean – It could, yeah. Their division is not great.
1: DJ Moore has – he's never been selected to the Pro Bowl, but I was looking at his stats – and three out of his five seasons, he's had a 1,000-plus receiving yards. And last year, with that rotating carousel, at quarterback yep. in Carolina, he still had 900 yards. So Yeah, yeah
0: I was going to say he's easy, easily a 1,000-plus if he's the main guy. Um, yeah, I like the minus one. I don't know if I'll touch the over-under. That's too close. I mean, it's either going to go over 50 or it's going to be like a 21-14 game. Yeah. Something stupid. So I'll probably fade the over/under, but I'll I'll ride with you on the Bears minus one. I think that's I like it. That's that's going to be the game we'll be in we'll be in tune together. Um, the 4:30 game, another I guess divisional rival, NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys traveling to New York. Uh, New York's getting three at home, so Cowboys giving three. Um, that's gonna be another great week, uh, great game. I always love watching these guys get together. The over/under in that one, by the way, forty-six and a half. That might be a sneaky good play and over. I always the, the plays that I feel like are gonna be under. I could see both of these teams putting putting up a big week one. Dak really wants to come out and show he's gonna sling the ball. Pollard's going to want to come out and establish himself as the clear number one. Um, just so much so much proving in this game, Jay. Where are you going? I, mm. I
1: actually love the Giants in this situation. Um, Brian Dable in his second year as head coach, and more yep. importantly, second year with quarterback Danny Dimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he Duke seemed, legend. He, he seemed to unlock something in Jones last year. Uh, they looked... And they look to build that on, build on that this season. Obviously, Saquon, if healthy, is a game changer as well, uh, especially against the Dallas Dallas defense, who finished in the bottom third and yards given up to running backs last year. Yeah, um, I still have to see it from Dak to believe it. I just don't don't know when he's going to put it all together but if this, he ever does. Yeah, that's why if you yeah, like you said, if he ever does, right. I mean, this is probably the best chance he has with three really talented receivers. And CD, CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Brandon Cooks. Don't for, don't sleep on Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I, was just saying, I forgot Cooks. Yeah, went don't there. sleep on Brandon Cooks. But yeah. but like I said, this is Dak's best chance to prove that he can get it done. And uh, Cowboys give like you said, Tony Pollard the reins after letting Zeke walk. Yep. So I expect Pollard to take advantage of that and have a great season. But this is this one's a personal, you know, one for me. I've been burned by the Cowboys way too many times, <laughs> yeah. and for that reason, I'm taking the Giants plus three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have too. I bet on the Cowboys quite a bit, and I'm gonna ride. They owe me a few. That's yeah. where I'm going. I
1: live with a Cowboys fan, and that's why yeah. I bet on the Cowboys all last season and years. Yeah. prior, but it just seems like they just they just never cover ever. I mean, three will lose outright every time.
0: Three is a tough line because the Giants play everyone
1: super tight. Yep. It's a good. It's yeah. You're you're deciding on if the Cowboys are gonna win by a touch. Uh, yeah, basically yep. a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I am gonna I'm gonna roll with my boys. I I had Dak last year in fantasy. Sucked. Screwed me. I had Zeke on a team. Sucked. Screwed me.
1: So who are you riding with? Riding with the Cowboys. All right. Minus Weed three boys.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I I think this is a year Zach either makes it or breaks. Zach, Zach. Dak. <laughs> yeah. Zach. Yeah. But. Uh, Dak either makes it or breaks it. Uh, Jerry Jones going to be staring up, from, staring down from that box, and he's not going to want to disappoint Jerry. He's too handsome. <laughs> uh, and then last game we'll cover, and we'll get into our cards, let you guys know how we're doing. Uh, game of the weekend, Monday night football. Buffalo traveling to the new Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets. Is it still – the me, I wouldn't say the Meadowlands, but it, I don't even know if that's where they play I anymore.
1: don't know if it is. I don't think so.
0: No. That was so much cooler when they used to play there. I agree. Um, yeah, that game is going to be electric. Uh, we already know, obviously, what the Bills are. They've won our division now, what, four years in a row? I'm trying to think how long it's been since Tom's been uh, here.
1: 2018 is when we last made a Super Bowl. Yeah, so
0: four years. Four years straight. Buffalo. Aaron... A-Rod, as you call him, comes to town. He wants to prove he's a new sheriff at home. I love Buffalo minus two and a half here. I hate – I've always hated Aaron Jones. I don't know Aaron Jones – Aaron Rodgers. I don't even know why. He's a great guy. He did a ton for the Barstool Fund, really wanted to give back. And if you listen to him talk, he's so articulate. But on the field, I can't stand
1: him. Well, that's so – yeah, I'll, I'll I'll touch on that a little bit. Um, <laughs> Why do I hate him? The the hype around the Jets and Aaron Rodgers is real as it sh- and it should be. Um, just not for this game. Yeah, uh, Jets still have a real issue on the offensive line, and the Bills are not an ideal matchup for a team with that kind of issue. No. Uh, you can have all the talent you want at wide receiver. I mean, Aaron Rodgers pick, literally handpicked his wideouts other than obviously Garrett Wilson. Who's their, who's stud? their stud. But <laughs> he literally took Lazard and Cobb from yep. the Packers. Mm-hmm. So like, you can handpick your wideouts if, all you want, but if your O-line can't hold up, then it's really just a waste. Uh, the Jets this season are going to go how their defense goes. They're one of the best defenses in the league, so that's their saving grace and what's going to keep them in games. Yeah, um, sure. I do obviously expect the Jets to win a lot more games than they have in the past, but the Bills, however, they look to get over the hump this year and have real aspirations of finally getting to that Super Bowl, Yeah. and as long as Allen and Diggs and all their skill, uh, players stay healthy, they have a legitimate shot. Um, I could see this game, I could see Aaron Rodgers really throwing a temper tantrum in this game if the Bills are getting pressure to him early and often. Bitching um, out a bitching yeah, I mean, line. Yeah, and I can. I, <clears throat> yeah, and I don't expect the Jets' offensive line to really take, like, take that well. Right. Um, but I think the defensive defenses on both sides are going to control this game. So, I like the Bills minus two and a half here, and I actually like the under in this game. Yeah. Both teams have really good defenses. It's week one. It's early. They don't want to. No team really wants to take any any risks get their players injured so yeah i think i i, I like the under
0: under 46 and a half to lock that's definitely and i think it's going to be more ground and pound than we think Yeah, cooks is due for a big year rodgers isn't going to want to come out and sling until he knows he can trust his offensive line like yep. you said they that you run the ball more in that situation so a lot of time ticking off the clock like you were saying for a previous take i think 46 and a half 47 is a tough number to get to so Think think um, one game we're going to be boring, and we're 100% on board together on that. I want to run through our cards. So we both had a good week one. I mean, I, Jay will explain a little, little bit more. It's a little skewed just because he plays more games than I do, but he'll cover our actual 10-game card, which is what's for the competition, so you can know how we're doing in that, and then overall how we did for the week.
1: Yeah, so I'll break it down for you. So we obviously each give out... 10 picks for our card on this podcast and um we keep i'm gonna i keep track of that with a record and what units were up or down um everything everything that we list is minus 10 odds so i assume if you tail us or fade us whatever it you're betting to win one unit back so i'm assuming you're betting 1.1 units to win a unit so if I don't want to hear somebody be like, I faded you or I, I tailed you, but I'm, how are you up four units, but I'm down, you know, six. Well, it all depends on how much you bet each each game. Like, right. So I'm assuming everyone is betting 1.1 to win one when I give out the plus minus on units for the records. Yeah, um, we look
0: a nice clean winning. Like my account, yeah. generally speaking, I keep at like even even money yeah i don't
1: want any i don't want any freaking change in my in my winning so yeah um but yeah we had for week for it being week one we had relatively decent uh week um i ended up uh yeah i ended up going four and six for the card down 2.6 units on that um the parlay doesn't count towards the competition but i was 0 and 1 on the parlay so that's minus a unit there so that gives me a minus 3.6 units for the card but my overall record for the week which includes the, which is the card it's all the picks i post on socials it's literally every single play i i play for that weekend i ended up having 46 total plays um I did 40 just straight bets, and I went 18 and 22 for minus 5.7 units. And I went 1 and 5 on parlays. For I hit the parlay, I hit was plus 1152 odds, so that actually saved my weekend. So um, I was up 5 units for parlays. So overall, my total plus minus is I am down. 0.7 0.7 units that's amazing for
0: <laughs> week one of college football that's, that's you win. F- win
1: 46 <laughs> plays and only being down point not even one full unit um, i'll take that so
0: picture this if you're a ten dollar unit person you bet 460 and then you bring home minus 70 cents no, i mean
1: seven bucks minus seven bucks oh right, right. i bring home 453 yeah not a bad yeah, weekend not a bad weekend i basically just bought a beer
0: Yep, he did. And he did buy a beer.
1: Timmy on the other, other hand, he started off real hot with his card. Um his card ended up being 7 and 3, which was plus 3.7 units. So, he, Timmy's the one to tail when it comes to that. Um he did unfortunately take off he bet 4 units on his on his teaser. Timmy's teaser. So, in that unfortunately lost, so he ended up being down <laughs> 0.3 units for the week on that. Wasn't betting um, responsibly yep. there. Like, like I said, if you were to only bet one unit, um, you'd still be up for the week if you were tailing Tim. But as far as straight bets goes, you you are pretty hot there. Seven and three is pretty good.
0: Yeah, straight bets pretty good. And then I did add the I tacked the FSU money line on, so that yep. was that kind of kept me in play. And then obviously, we both kind of got dicked by Clemson to end the weekend, yep. but yep. not a bad weekend for week one of college football. Yeah,
1: if you want to, if you want me to keep tabs of every single bet you place like one i do send you, them? yeah send all your bets yeah. to me okay. via text so i can so i can give everyone a full update on both yeah. of us
0: we'll do that yeah. we'll, we'll do that and then if you guys ever like want to see our sheet like one of jay's friends asked and jay was able to just send it over so yep. you can kind of see I our got actual spreadsheets i got i updates. got
1: receipts guys i yeah. got i have access to every single bet so if you don't ever believe one of us
0: we'll send them um but yeah but
1: yeah let's jump into our cards
0: all right, well, I believe you led last week, Jay. Sure, you can so lead. So I'm going to lead this. Dude. Go for it. I'm up. This guy's up. Um, so my card to kick off. This is going to be semi-controversial just after what happened last weekend. But uh, Nebraska plays a weird style of football. They, they're they a cluster-oop team, so other teams typically play down to them. So I got Colorado-Nebraska under I can't even talk. Why am I talking with an accent? (laughs) (laughs) Under 59 and a half. Um, We hit on it before I'm running with it. My logic makes no sense because my brain's dead. Two lane plus seven and a half. Throwing that in the card because I was overconfident in it. So we got to roll with it. Next one. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Or fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Michigan minus 36 versus UNLV giving them one final shot or I'm completely down on the Wolverines for the year. Ballsy. Yep. Texas and Bama over 55 and a half. I know we talked about this in the regular show. Maybe and a half. That's my opinion. Um, But anyways, I like the over. I know Jay was on the under there. I hit on it before. I know Boise State got blown out last weekend by Ole Miss. We were just talking about them. So I think it was just My brain was, you know what? I'm going to bet on Boise State against UCF. Bounce back game. It's tough to play on the blue field, Jay. Uh, Boise State's getting three and a half. So Boise State plus three and a half is my play there.
1: Yeah, the ball blends in with the field. Yeah,
0: it's tough unless that's your home field. Chiefs minus five. Statement win at home. Um, I really don't care about, obviously, the Kelsey situation. I think five's just too close of a line there. Um Detroit needs to prove themselves a bit more to me. They have to show me they can do it again. If they do, I'm going to get addicted and literally bet on them every single week. So I'm just going to do the Chiefs while it's still safe. Uh, 49ers, Steelers, under 41. I mean, really not the best star power at quarterback. Both great defensive teams. Um, I think until, I don't even know what Purdy's situation is. Is he alive? I think until the 49ers are, are completely healthy at quarterback and obviously the Steelers, they're going to play a lot of like 17, 14 games this year. So that one just makes a ton of sense to me. It's a low number, but I love it. Um, since he minus two and a half, I think once Burroughs officially ruled in on that game, that number is going to double. So I
1: agree. He's He's been practicing all this week. so
0: It's just wild that – this line sitting where it is. Yeah. Um. So that one, I feel really good about. That might be a two-unit bet. Um, Jags minus five against the Colts. Richardson, obviously a rookie. Innocent until proven guilty. I think the kid has a ton of talent and fits into that offensive great or that offense great. But JT on the pup. Um. This is Lawrence's chance to really solidify himself as a top five quarterback this year. So I think he comes out. Chucking in the ball, dude. And it's going to be tough for Richmond to keep up. Uh, but then lastly, I, we already talked about it. Bills minus two and a half. I think that's the lock of the weekend, in my opinion. I think that's free money.
1: you got a lot of NFL games in there. I think I did five and five. I, that just seems like a lot more. Yeah. See me on the other hand. Yeah, I five. think I went six college for NFL, which is counterintuitive to what I said earlier about the NFL. i my NFL bread butter, but <laughs> I don't know. I just the week one of the NFL scares me sometimes, just because of the reasons we talked about. How college is kind of a crapshoot. Uh, we got new players everywhere, but I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Um, so I'll run through my card real quick. I'm gonna start off same game as you, Colorado Nebraska. I have Colorado minus three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming off a huge win on the road. It's the home opener at Colorado. The stadium is going to be full and rocking rocking for the first time in 20 plus years. (laughs) Nebraska's coming off a bad, bad home loss. They blew that against Minnesota. Yeah. They should have won that. Bad home loss. Um, But they're first year head coach as well. uh, Matt Rule, who we know came from the Panthers. Yeah. But. So, yeah, Colorado minus three. Um, this one, I think, may be up there with the Oregon line as one of the best lines of the the weekend is uh, Notre Dame minus seven and a half at NC State. That one did look nice. Notre Dame is flowing on offense with Sam Hartman at quarterback. With He's got six touchdowns in uh, in his first two games. Um, the, their defense has only let up a total of six points in two games. Yeah, one was against Navy and one was a cupcake last week. But that's... That's still tough to do, like only giving up a field goal in each one of those games. It's insane. Um, and UConn, yes, you heard that right. UConn gave North Carolina State a scare last week. UConn, UConn. basketball? You're like, <laughs> UConn. So this, this is, I think in my personal opinion, a very, very good value with this line. Yeah, um, love that one. Next up, got Utah Baylor over 47 and a half. Baylor put up over 524 yards of total offense in week one, scoring 31 points, while while Utah put up 24 points, but doing it with the backup quarterback against a strong forwarded defense. And by the looks of it, it sounds like Cam Rising is cleared to practice fully without any restrictions. Read that. So if he's able to come back, I definitely expect more points from, from Utah. Um, they're gonna be so good yeah not to interject but wow um this one is this one's kind of funny um because i never in my life thought i would ever bet on this school but james madison (laughs) virginia over 40 and a half listen jmu is the best team in their conference going back to last season unfortunately they can't make a bowl until next season due to moving from fcs to fbs last year they went undefeated in that conference Oh, they shit. started off hot this year. Virginia's offense is better than it seemed in week one. They just unfortunately ran up against a very talented Tennessee team. So I expect more than five touchdowns in this game, which will put the over. Um, so like yeah, that. 40 and a half, over 40 and a half for that game. Oregon minus six and a half at Texas Tech for all the reasons we talked about You know earlier. They've had over 700 yards in the, in week one total offense. Uh, Texas Tech coming off a bad loss like we talked about. Yep. Um, Auburn Cal over 54-and-a-half. This one, I just want confused the hell out of me when I saw this line considering both teams scored over 54-and-a-half themselves <laughs> in week one. Well, that was, um, that was
0: kind of my Bama-Texas take. It was you hated like,
1: it. With both, <laughs> with both offenses having over 500 yards, I expect this one to be an absolute shootout. Both teams aren't very good. Yeah. But their offenses seem to be rolling. They're just Both defenses just aren't very good. So That bodes
0: well, bad teams with good offenses yeah. for overs.
1: Um, this one, Eagles minus four, all the reasons we listed before. Yep. Pats aren't good. I wish I would have thought to put that on my um, card. Such a gimme. 49ers Steelers over 41, I have. Okay. That's one we're going against each other in. That'll be a fun sweat. Um, I just expect both offenses to gel better in uh, this year. Um, hopefully Bur- Purdy you know, will will be playing. He's uh, just
0: he's I think he will, but yeah, I he think 100%. He will. I don't know.
1: I mean, he should be playing. Um If he does, I definitely expect this to go over 41. I just expect everyone to gel better with their second years and their second yeah. years as quarterbacks. Both teams have really good talent in their skill positions too. Um Bears minus 1 at Packers. We talked about it. Give don't me. really need to go in more detail. Uh, this one got the Dolphins Chargers under fifty one. I can't trust the Chargers, especially with aging receivers with extensive injury history. Right. Um, their defense is good, which is why I think it stays under because my I think Miami is going to take a lot less risks with Tua to start the season to keep him healthy. So I expect a heavy dose of Miami running the ball. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like the under fifty one in that game. And that wraps up my ten ten pick card.
0: I actually like your card this week better than mine.
1: I did way more research yeah. into this card. Well, than last I, week I was I super week.
0: prepped. This week it's like I've had bronchitis, so I've been well, like,
1: did you put together a teaser?
0: Yeah, I did actually. So I'm, and I'll I'll do a little video with it too again over the weekend
1: because that was fun.
0: Uh, but Timmy's teaser. Um, so basically, what I like in my teaser is. So, and I learned, I was responsible, I did one unit for this. So it's 10, it's a four-team, seven-point teaser. So it's to get plus 200. So Tennessee Titans, plus three, I moved that to 10. Um, They're playing the Saints. I know Derek Carr's there, but I I don't know that they can outscore Tennessee by 14. So I like plus 10 a lot. Um, Cincinnati... At Browns, I like it at minus two and a half. I love it at four and a half. I don't see the Browns beating them by like a touchdown. Um, I think that's very safe.
1: How many points is your teaser? Are you moving seven points? Seven point teaser.
0: Uh, It was just to make certain lines work. Like I wanted Tennessee at ten, six and a half didn't get me there. Smart Um, football numbers. Yeah, and then Las Vegas Raiders plus four against Denver. I moved that to eleven. I don't see a way that doesn't hit. Nope. I
1: mean, we touched on Jimmy earlier, just briefly yeah. joking around, but I just I think Jimmy's capable of, of keeping it close.
0: He's a close game guy, yeah. and Russ hasn't proven anything. He's going to lose his job soon. So, um, And then Falcons, minus 3.5. I love them at 3.5 against Carolina. I love them even more when they're getting 3.5. Cool. Yeah, it's plus 200, 10 to win 30 if you're going to do $10 unit.
1: And how many teams was that? Four team four tees. Nice. Yeah. All right. For the record, all my all my JJ parlays are gonna be for the most part just three team parlays. Yeah, uh, fair. Give you you know at least a shot to win it. Yeah. You know, obviously, once you
0: four and five, it's just yep. you're
1: gambling. This week, I actually really like my uh, my JJ parlay. Um, it's all it's three really good lines that I think have high value just as single bets to begin with. So. My JJ parlay for this week is Oregon minus six and a half, Philadelphia Eagles minus four, and Notre Dame minus seven and a half. That is plus 581. Bet $10, win 58. Can you say it one more time quickly? Oregon minus six and a half. Yep. Philadelphia Eagles minus four. Love it. Notre Dame minus seven and a half. Yeah.
0: Hey, that is good value. You said plus five. Plus
1: 581.
0: 81. Hey, I like that one. That one would be a fun sweat. One unit bet. Everyone, have a great weekend.
1: Good luck. Win, win your win bets. bets.